30, baby, won't you meet me by the beam? Too early, maybe later, you could show me things. You know what it is whenever I visit. Windy City, she blowing me kisses. No, 30 degrees, way too cold, so hold me tight. Will I see you at the show tonight? Will I see you at the show tonight? Everybody. It is Chris from Next Door Comic Store. With me is Sean via Zoom. I'm joined by Delon and Emily. Today we'll be talking about a little little title that you probably haven't heard of, a little indie game, something that's not a lot of buzz, no cause for controversy. The Last of Us 2 or The Last of Us Part 2. I think it's Part 2. Two distance cleaner. Listen. Um, so I guess we'll just get right into it. We're on a crunch. Right off the top, what did everybody think overall? Well, before we start off with what we think, let's you, you said an interesting thing there. You did say uh, no cause for controversy. Sarcastically, of course. Of course. I will say my preconceived notions did start there. Of course, we had all the controversy come out on Twitter. Um, before I started, the street said they let Ellie off easy. Before before I started, the streets had the problem with the trans character. Me going in, I'm like, ah oh, man, are they gonna go extra with this? <laughs> so my preconceived notions were like, ah, this is gonna be corny at some point. But it was so beautiful. It was so I, yeah, beautiful. It all was. the characters fit in perfectly, and ugh. I liked how they tied in a lot of different emotions in the game, and I feel like they uh, did that really well, like the fear, uh, the heights. Um, mm. Oh God! It was just I, I enjoyed every darn second of it. Yeah, they really. Thank you. No, I just agree with him. I said I, I'm with her. I didn't. I enjoyed it for the most part. I think there might have been an hour, hour and a half where I was like, Ugh, could maybe do without this. But it was because it was towards that middle part, and I was so ready to catch up with some things that we had already seen. And so it was like an hour and a half. Where I really wanted to get to that. It was like an hour and a half straight. I was like a combined, there's chunks here and there that you probably can buy. It's probably like an hour and a half that I was just like, yeah, I would have rather been at a different part. But yeah, do you want to, since you hit an interesting point, talking about some of the... the I, I'm, I feel like the only part that I like would have done without was literally the only part where you're throwing the, the, the toy to the dog. Literally everything besides oh, that. Like, oh yeah, I love this. Yeah. But that was like... I spent yeah, the minute playing with that dog. I spent 10 minutes playing with that dog. Emily, uh, just tell us what you Oh, did. you know, I spent way too much with that dog. The other thing that you did, you made it a whole different game. I, I never found a soccer ball as Abby, so I was just, I was <laughs> in a whole nother game. <laughs> I really can beat you. you like, got 30 minutes playing soccer with Abby, and we were like, what? You can do that? <laughs> She's uh, a baller. And I did think, I thought I walked around and saw every crevice of every part of every town. Yeah, so um, did I. But apparently not. <laughs> apparently not. Didn't find the damn soccer ball. But you know, this is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I did find the soccer ball. I did hit the point uh, early on in Seattle where Ellie plays Take On Me. I didn't get, I didn't, I didn't play that. I didn't find that. I didn't see that until I watched somebody else play it and they did that. And I was like, I missed that one. That's some fun. There's like a bunch of little stuff like that that I think I missed, but new game plus. Yeah. 
Um, but okay, so I think we should get into it. Let's say right here officially, people listening, there will be spoilers. Um, I don't know why you would come here thinking that there would not be spoilers. We're gonna be talking in depth about the game. Um, so we get there, we're dropped off in the middle of the story. Ellie just got into it um, with some old shit at the bar. How do we feel about the beginning of the story of where we start off part two, leading off part one? So you want to talk about that in context with the scene that happens in the bar prior, or just talk about just like what we, you know what I mean? Because I know that happened in some trailers that came out and you do see yeah. that at the end of the game-ish. So do you want to like go in there with that knowledge or we'll just talk, you know what I mean? Or you want to talk strictly about what we're actually doing? Let's talk about what we're actually doing. Uh, I think it was a really, really good opening level. I like how you learned the aim and shoot mechanic by having a snowball fight, as opposed to, hey, here's a target over here person that's been shooting a gun for years. I guess you better make sure you know how to shoot a gun, Ellie, who has been in the first game shooting guns. Have I mentioned that you know how to use a gun, Ellie? And it was like, what if you just had a snowball fight? And I was like, this is perfect. This is way better. <laughs> It was a great way to like see the town and the <laughs> dynamics of like what's going on in that community as well. Because you like you know you, you like have to coat the barn with Jesse and everything. Talk to what I, I'm like the mayor of the town. Like you get the apology from Seth. Yeah. So I think that was cool. I think that was the first step the game did. My favorite thing about the game is that they made every single character human. <laughs> every single yeah. person from people they talked to in the last game, from people in the city. You know, just getting some soup. Um, and even later on, all the people on the opposing sides, they are human. And that was a great part of the show. Still fucking kids, though. Yeah, so I, I enjoyed the beginning, though. Like, I like I enjoyed it, but I didn't... It felt like it was too vague. <laughs> With, uh, like, the drama between Joel and Ellie. And I'm nosy. I gotta know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I was like. I think it kind of maybe would have benefited from that scene being there. But I know, like I said, it came out as a trailer. So after I played or my brothers played, I said, hey, go back and watch that scene of in the barn because I guess they're going to leave all that stuff out because it's going to assume that you've seen it before. And of course you get it, but I'm, I'm with you. I think if I hadn't seen that scene, I would have been a little upset because I would have been like, what, 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 are, what, what's, what are they upset about? I thought it was, you know, about the whole her finding out the truth. But then I was like, but that wouldn't just be a, one night he's on my nerves kind of thing so what's this well i the thing is the entire naughty dog knows we've been waiting for eight years does ellie know like they know literally that's all we've been waiting does, does she know is she mad in that scene with the bar thing we would have found out that there was some hostility between her and joel long standing mm -hmm. so we had that tension that long buildup, probably about up until the like right before Joel, nah, well, we'll do that. right before Joel died, we understood that there was like some buildup but we couldn't quite decipher what it was. I think that's what made that tension in the early parts of the game, especially saving Joel, knowing, hey, they kind of left off in the same spot. Because if we would have known that all that kind of happened, they kind of reconciled a little bit, then it would have, you know, fucked some things up. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't mean the scene where, like, at the very end where they're outside talking when, you know, she said, I'd like to try to you. I mainly meant just the scene in the barn is where I was like, I guess. Yeah, where you see that Ellie's romantically interested in Dina. Yeah, just the scene we saw in the trailer. So not that part they, you know, she says, I'd like to try to forgive you. I think that that serves better as being something you don't see until it's too late kind of thing, yeah. what they're going for emotionally. 
I'm so glad Joel wasn't homophobic. Oh my God, I was so yeah, scared about that. <laughs> Joel from Texas, Joel Miller from Texas. I, I, I was scared. <laughs> Golly. I think that might have been, I've seen some people have issues with the quote unquote politics of this game. There aren't any, it just shows people that there are in real life and it's just like, hey, there are people in real life that are members of this community and here they are in the game and it's just, it didn't bother me. I think like a lot of people were upset with the whole Seth thing, like why did they try to make him seem like such a bad guy for not accepting that kind of thing? And I, like, I don't know. I just saw a lot of people early on, like that's one of those things they're like, oh, it's gonna be one of those kind of games too political, too social justice And I was like, I don't think it's wrong for somebody to be mad that somebody called them a name. It was like, so now that we're, you know, acknowledging it's a homophobic slur, you know. Yeah. So I, I do think all that kind of stuff that people were, were upset about, I don't think any of it was as agenda-y and, a, you know, as strongly political as they, you know, think. I think it was just showing a reflection of what the world actually looks like through three characters that represent those communities. And, I don't know, I thought, not to say it was a bad thing for it to have been safe with the politics, but I think that that was safe, like in the terms of like, it was very tame. Like people were making it seem like that was really, you know, hitting you over the head with it. And if it was, I don't think it would have mattered because there are 775 games you play as a straight person. So I don't think I would have cared really. So, you know. And like, as a, I, as a lesbian, it feels amazing to have a game that actually represents, like that's the protagonist, a lesbian character. And they didn't overdo it in my eyes mm-hmm. at all. I mean, it was a little bit spicy, but not really. Spicy. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. Um, but the, the, it wasn't very political. That one scene was really the only thing that I was like, eh. but they handled it really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just going to ask. I was like, I don't know what the right way to ask for Emily's view on that kind of thing. It's like, I have to let her get there on her own. <laughs> I I just loved how like when that guy did that and they were pushing him away and they were separating it and they were like you need to like go clear your head because that's not okay Mm -hmm. and they were you know stepping up for him and it was sweet it was a very well-rounded way of tackling that Mm -hmm. well I guess we should go ahead and start skipping towards the nitty gritty since we're we've got over you know life in Jackson and then from there they go on a little uh, I guess they go on the patrol, I think, and they realize that Joel is missing, or I, him and Tommy haven't gone yeah, to their post. Late. Yeah, they're late to their post, and then we meet a little lady, a, la- a very strong little lady that I like to call Abby. I hate, <laughs> I hate to say that first time you played, no, the second time, so when you're running away from all of the uh, infected people as Abby, those punches that she hits on them, <laughs> that's kiss. Oh my goodness. Oh, I was like, do I really have to go back to Ellie now? Because that shit was cheap. I ain't wow. I don't know if my game glitched for a second or if anyone else has done this, let me know. But at one point I was getting chased by might have been a bloater and I panicked and I hit square and Abby punched a bloater. It it like it just stunned it and it bought me like time. Like it didn't hurt it, but it was kinda like 
almost like an evasive thing. It kind of bought me time to like cycle through my weapons and kill it. But it's got, it snuck up on me and I panicked and just hit square and like she hit it and it didn't go to the animation of, you know, if you try to punch it quicker, it instantly kills you. Like Abby kind of got the lick off and the game was just like at a stalemate. I was like, well, what do we do now? And I was like, oh, shotgun. <laughs> I'm, I'm terrified. Yeah. So. I didn't like the introduction of Abby. I was kind of against it, actually. I remember being annoyed because I was like, why would I want to follow somebody? And then I started, you know, enjoying her, obviously, but I was against it. Yeah. I know, like, unfortunately, like, before I got the game, uh, I, I, like, I ended up getting spoiled on Joel. So I, like, as soon as Abby got introduced, I, like, knew what it was leading up to. So, like, I, I enjoyed playing as her, but, like, I... I was like regretting where I was going, so that was. I mean, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. That is a tough scene if I've ever seen one. Yeah, and because you kind of felt that when you were playing against her, leading up to it, when they finally found her, when Tommy and Joel found her, but you just, I had the inkling of thought, like, ah, damn, maybe she's gonna change her mind. Because of course we didn't know exactly why she wanted to kill Joel at that moment. Mm -hmm. Just because she wanted to kill Joel, ah, maybe she'll change her mind. These are good guys. Come live, come live in Jackson. Hell no, she. <laughs> and of course, now knowing her backstory, nah, it was over. It was over. Yeah. It's, it's like, I think that there was an issue with some people. I don't know if we should talk about just what we love, or if we should try to critique some of the counterpoints that people have against it. I guess to really get the dialogue going. But I know a lot of people had an issue with Joel, who's supposed to be this hardened, you know, trained killer, or whatever following this person that he just met to a community of people he's like i don't really know i think that that could be a product of one they're in an awful situation there are clickers everywhere they're just kind of panicking they're like i have to get somewhere and like well, we don't want to leave them back to jackson maybe uh and i think just being in um like a home environment in jackson for the past five years i think that may have softened joel up a bit so I think he might have been a bit more trusting and a bit more open, you know, because they get there and they're like, hey, you guys should come to Jackson and you know, reload on food and ammo before you leave. You know, it's tough out there. So if you need to hang out for a second, you know, we're in town right, you know, right around the corner. So I think that that wasn't as out of character as people, you know, may call it because I think there's real reason for Joel to have been like, well, like I said, we should get to this place because we're being chased by a thousand clickers and, um, this is a good person. She didn't try to kill me yet. She didn't trip us and let the clickers get us. I think she's nice. Yeah, and also, like, people don't make this distinction between Joel is not a, like, trained assassin. He's just, like, a survivalist. For yeah. That long. And people, right. like, he doesn't have that, like, cutthroat mindset. He just has cutthroat mindset with protecting Ellie. Everything else, he's just Joel. Um, and honestly, they've not shown us any reason to believe that Jackson had like, um, like a bunch of ops or anything. Yeah. So like, why would they be so standoffish to anybody coming in? I'm sure if you're not infected and you seem like decent people, and Joel and Tom say, "Hey, these people just helped me escape," I'm sure that it would be pretty reasonable of a thing to think. Also, Joel just had to survive. Um, there wasn't too much preconceived notion. It was like, "Hey, it's them or it's this house. These people seem decent." I don't know why that was such a issue. But I don't know. He also had Tommy with him too, so I'm sure he felt somewhat yeah. protected. Yeah, yeah. That's where I was at. I was like, I, I, there's certainly good reason for him to have gone 
to do that. Into what happens when they get there. Um, I guess not really talking about people having issues with why would they tell them their names. It's like it's a zombie apocalypse. It's not you know like there's a news station on where they're like local man Joel Miller kills hospitals. Like he's I can't imagine that he knew that many people knew that you know knew their names or anything. So I don't have a problem with Tommy saying this is my brother Joel. Um, we'll skip all the fluff. We'll skip getting back to Ellie and running to a place that you just ran into his other characters. And we will talk about the death of Joel Miller. First reaction, I guess. Pain. <laughs> pain. All I know is pain. It's all pain. Always, <laughs> always has, always has <laughs> been. So then we have the beauty of playing it on the stream, though, on the problematic policy stream. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah. I felt like a monster. <laughs> oh my gosh. So Emily was playing it. I was in the party watching it. Jordan and Rashad were playing it. And right when it happened, Rashad went to the bathroom. <laughs> and then he got back. And then we're all like, uh, uh. And Rashad's like, what? What? <laughs> He's like, damn, I'm sad I didn't play the damn game. <laughs> Golly, oh, that, that was, was the worst thing to watch. It just went so slowly. Mm hmm. I, what would you think? I, I'll get you trying. I'll let you. I like. I mean, like I said, I knew it was coming, so it was. It was just. It was just a bitter moment for me. Like I, like, I knew. I knew it was coming. We were right there. Like I saw him walk in the room. I saw. I saw Ellie pull out a shot. Not Ellie. Abby pull out a shotgun, blow his knee out. Yeah, that Yo. was. I didn't notice it until the second time. I was at home. My brothers were playing it, or my brothers were playing it. It might just be one of them. I don't know. They weren't playing it together. Um, and like once he gets his leg shot, like it kind of pans over. You can just like see completely through his leg. Like it was just like there's a hole. Like I, I didn't notice it the first time. When I saw it, I was like, oh man, I think even if she didn't beat him with the golf club, I don't, I don't know how useful. Oh, like I kind of don't want to survive after that. Like, yeah. Exactly. I was thinking, I was like, even if she doesn't sit here and torch the heck out of him, like that, like you could bleed out from that very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What that did we nutty. did we think it was the hot word he's around? Do you think it was unceremonious? That is a go ahead, I was gonna say. I think it was absolutely perfect. I think they put hey, they probably should disrespect him more on the way out, let's be honest. Because that was supposed to make us feel as Ellen when she lost her senses. When she kind of just like fell out, passed out, all that kind of stuff, we're supposed to feel as Ellie. I don't want to see Joel get like some ceremony, some like blue ribbon uh, as he's going out. Hit him with the golf club, rub his nose in the dirt, something. Make me feel, make me want to kill Abby. Yeah, yeah. That's what. Oh, Emily, what do you what do you think? I'll let you go ahead. Oh no, I felt it was just right. Yeah. The golf club that threw me off. I didn't know where they got a golf club from. <laughs> they brought it. If that's it, that had been just a, a notion that they were like, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's how it's done. Yeah, I think that it was. I think that like looking for it to be ceremonious wouldn't be a really good reflection of first of all just how dirty and grimy and just how quick you know things can go bad in this world. If you think about the first game, there are so many moments where you just like 
something just kind of happens. You know, Henry and his brother, one gets bitten, they immediately, he shoots his brother, then he shoots himself. You find Bill and you're walking around, you immediately find Bill's partner has hung himself. It gets a really dirty, grimy, you know, just tough world to live in. So I don't think that, you know, him going out in a blaze of glory, like it's a superhero movie, like a lot of people say, like they want him to have some big sacrifice and have some kind of final words. I'm like, I don't think that fits that wouldn't have fit the last one. You know, it would have been odd if Joel would have done this speech while riding on the horses, riding to a horde of clickers, whatever, giving his speech with a bomb attached to him before he blows him. Like, that's not, that feels like it should be in a different game. And so I think the the golf club is just, you're beating them up, you just find a golf club laying around the house, like, oh, this will do. And I, I think that's it. I'm, I'm with you. I think it was perfect in the sense of it's a person finding him that is, that, Joel was Abby's Abby to Abby's to Alien. The whole, you know, the circle of violence, you know, that whole kind of thing. I, I think that, because I think when we play as Ellie and we're after Abby, I don't think we're like, I'm gonna give Abby a chance to apologize for her wrongs and then I'm gonna end it. You're playing as Ellie, like as soon as I find Abby, I'm kicking her off a cliff and and that's just gonna be it. So it, it certainly fit what they were going for as far as like you said, they could have done it. They could have done a little bit more dirty to really get you upset. But I think, in the sense of doing something that wasn't so polished and clean, something that's just kind of cut and dry and gonna hurt you, I think that that was a perfect way to do that. Yeah, nobody in the game is above the other person. Yep. Nobody. Everybody went out the exact same way. Everybody took their same L in like the blink of a second. So yeah, I think it was perfect. Also, I loved Elegant kicking the face just because. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised that they didn't kill Ellie or, you know, recognize her as the one that they needed. Like, they were just so hellbent on Joel. Well, all of them were like, when we go to the Abby flashbacks later on, I'm assuming all of them are about Abby's age. Um, well, most of them. And I don't figure that most of them were in the hospital when what happened happened. So I just wouldn't see how they would necessarily recognize her rather than just girl from kid. Because they didn't say Ellie's name at any point. Yeah. yeah, I'm saying I don't think Abby even knows Ellie's name. I think she just always seems like it's you or just some you know loose description or just words thrown at her. That's about true. Just a person. Nora Nora referred to her as it's you as well. That's a great point. I don't think we ever really know that they knew, like you said, uh, Ellie's name. I think um, Nora might have known. Which Nora, is surprising because you would think with somebody such a high reputation, they were so excited to receive her and. Uh -huh. Yeah, they just kind of knew. It's like, oh, you're the you're the immune girl, mm -hmm. you know. I thought there was well, someone there died, so you know, no one probably passed that on. Everyone at the hospital died, so I'm sure no one really passed that on. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm trying. I thought there was another point that I wanted to get to before we moved on. Yeah. I can't think of it. Maybe it'll come to me later. I think it just might have been. I feel like I have it. We're just gonna put, we're just gonna push on. Don't, don't worry about it. So, uh, the Joel death happens. I think we're all in agreement that you know it's it's what Joel had it coming. You know, there's no reason for me to have been like it was unwarranted. Like it's even when Dina's asking Ellie, you know, who do you think those people were? You know, Ellie goes, Joel. When he was a smuggler, he crossed so many people. I probably can't tell you how many people want Joel dead. So I'm just like. Yeah, it, it would be more unrealistic if Joel was this awful person and was just like, oh, I'm gonna die an old man in a rocking chair with, you know, I'm gonna die of some kind of illness that is just nothing that I can do about. Just, I think that him dying that way is perfect. Um, 
Any high and low points over the first set of three days that you play? I know there's some story beats that we'll get in there, so I guess we will uh, just talk about that however they come up. So just those first few days you play as Ellie, what were we enjoying, what were we not enjoying in that? Pause. Okay, so I, I pause my recording. Um, so let's just like, yeah, talk about the high points, low points, and then just go over Ellie, like real quick. Talk about high points, low points, thoughts and stuff. Yeah, I think the conversation we're gonna have at the end when we talk about themes and all that stuff is kinda gonna be longer. Okay, that's fine, yeah. That's all right. Okay. Yes, yeah, so let's not let's not go beat by beat through this part, but definitely uh so just real quick I ask about high points, low points for Ellie's two days, high points, low points for Abby's two days, and then get to the end and wrap it up. Uh yes. Okay, that's fine. Feeling that the end is gonna be, you know, a decent one. But yeah, that's all that's I'm I'm playing for that. That'll work. So, and then after, you know, we do everything with Joel, now Ellie is starting her revenge tour with only one city date set in, uh, in mind. She's going to go to Seattle, uh, play a little three-day show type of deal. So what do we think were the high points and the low points of the three days you played as Ellie? I love the Seattle, the city, exploring all of that. I didn't explore half as much as what I should have, but I tried so hard. And it's just so expansive. You could, uh, did the horse? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, oh, the horse. Ah, oh, the horse. I love the horse. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I went into every single part of Seattle, um, or that first part of Seattle, and I got a little trophy for it. Um, I, the only thing that bothered me really was at first, Abby, or not Abby, Ellie and Dina weren't talking quite enough for me. Um, I wanted a little bit more talk, but then they really got into it after that. You just kind of have to go into some more buildings. Also, a little bit de more designation about where the fuck I was going at any given moment. Um, I got it. I had a map, but like that map was so damn hard to read. Yeah, I, I yeah. definitely got crossed up a lot. Like just trying to find my way between certain buildings. You know, I was like, oh, here's this building on this map. And I was like, I can't really see the street signs because it's like all the, the vines and everything. I was like, so I think I'm going in circles. Oh, I am going in circles. I'm back at the exact same building. I'm just on a different side of it. So I don't know what's going on. I had to do with that though. <laughs> It's like the game was so detailed that I got lost in the yeah. depth of it, if that makes sense. So wow. I'll be at the end of the street, look down the street, like, oh my, there's just so much here. And I'll get super confused until I actually went to a building and crossed it off the map, oh, the map. Um, but it took crossing stuff off the map, like three buildings in a row for me to find, like, okay, I'm here. This is right. Yeah, that's fair. It took me forever to find the bank, like, whenever they mentioned yeah. it. Because, like, I kept, I kept going, like, Cause there's one building on the map, like it, cause it's old. So mm -hmm. the building wasn't there anymore. And I was always sitting, I would like cross it. I'm like, where am I? Cause this one building is just not here. So it took me, it took me forever to find like certain things. So. Yeah, I think I'm kind of like you know, I'll get to a street or I'd get to an area, I'd see all the places I could kind of go in and explore. And like, I'd be happy cause I'm like, oh, that's a lot of loot. That's four buildings. But I was kind of overwhelmed. I was like, oh, that's four buildings. It's like, but you're excited because you want to go in and get the collectibles, you want to get loot, you want to get ammo, you want to do all this stuff. Yeah. It's kind of, it's overwhelming in the best possible way because it just gives you so much to do and not go in this building, pick up this bullet and go to the next, you know, story beat, so. So, question. So, for the three or four of us, not including Sean, played the game super slow. So, how long did you spend on that first part? Actually, Sean, humor me. How long did you spend on that first part? 
11 minutes probably. On the first, wait, which first part? Like the, the first Seattle, when you first get there and you're in like, and you're like mostly the sandbox type area. And like you're like exploring through all the buildings and everything? Yeah. I got the trophy too. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I was there for like crazy. literally like three real-time days. Like I go there, cause I only, I, at first I was only playing for an hour and a half, an hour max, and then I would get off. Mm -hmm. So that was literally like three buildings at a time. Yeah. It, yeah, it took me probably a couple hours. Uh, it was, I, like I told you, I was playing super slow, mm -hmm. so. Uh, I'd have to like go through and like look at my saves, cause I, I like saved like so frequently. I could probably t I could probably tell you like the exact hours I have, but um, I would, I would guess like maybe three or four hours. Yeah, yeah. I think I. Yeah, first time, like you're on like your seventh playthrough. I was like, damn. <laughs> no, that's my friend. That's my friend Coleman. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm like, yeah. Third playthrough now. Okay. 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 Yeah, he's wow. Yeah, he is insane. He's playing on the hardest difficulty. He's playing with the HUD turned off. And I was just like, hey, man, you have a blast if that's what you're into. Yeah. <laughs> I will continue to try to finish my first playthrough. Uh, I made it to day two as this Abby character. I'm really trying to figure this out. He was like, yeah, I just beat the game for the 11th time. I was like, cool. <laughs> yeah. But I think in that first era, I, I'm probably shy. I probably played about three or four hours. I was kind of like, you know, I didn't do it all one day. I played a little bit at a time. I cut it off and I get back on. I guess even in that time, playing slow, I still didn't hit it all. I didn't get the trophy for exploring all the way. I didn't get the, like I said, the take on me performance by Ellie and stuff. So. I did get take on me, but I only spent like an hour and a half in the city, and I wish I had spent way more time. Yeah, I think I'm going to really enjoy doing that kind of stuff again on my second playthrough whenever I do that. Trying to think, I think that, especially in Abby's gameplay is different, but I think the three days are as Ellie is where you really, 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 really get a sense that the gameplay in this game is just incredible. I think like early on there wasn't really a strong indication, but as I started to get more weapons and I started to find the encounters and you know see so many enemies and find different ways to handle, I realized that just the sheer playability of this game it was incredible. Like there's not a single gameplay mechanic that I can say that bothered me. There's just so many ways you can handle things. It's all, it was all great. I think I did a little bit of everything. I tweeted one time, I was like, literally every part of this game is designed for you to sneak or go in there killing everyone very slowly or go in there ki killing everyone, or no, or just like completely avoiding the situation. Mm -hmm. So like there were three rounds of everything. Like assassin type, go in murder everyone and just like dip out. And while I couldn't quite ever just go through without confrontation, most of the time, uh, I think that was a really great option for it, um, especially considering Ellie isn't like an avid type person where she's like six six. Yeah. Having that ability to play probably actually actually would really cool. I also like that Ellie didn't have to craft ships ever. She just had the knife on her, so it was so easy to sneak up and kill people. Yeah. Uh, okay, I take that back. I think the one gameplay element that bothers me. I think I told you the thing about Ellie and the ship. It just makes me so, God. So, 
the shields from the first game when you play with Abby is how you can just get an instant, not an instant kill, but you can kind of kill the clickers like that. And so if Ellie had a pocket knife, I was like, perfect. I'll probably kill Ellie every clicker that I see because she has a knife. I can just do that. And then it doesn't let you do that. And I'm like, no, she has a knife. It's the same thing as a shield. It's, I should be able to just kill the clickers with this in the game. It's like, if I get it, it would be way too easy to let you just have an unlimited amount of killing power for the clickers. And so, but it's all right. You could do an upgraded weapon. That is true. I did, I did upgrade weapons a bit, but I just, I just always look at it, I was like, I wish I could just go in with and just hit triangle and Ellie, just do a little cool butterfly move and just get the clicker out of the pain we can keep it pushing, but you know, try to Yeah, or this Abby, I'll just I just punch things at me. I, I Sean can attest and skip ahead, but I think on um, after Ellie and Abby's confrontation on Abby's A3, when you're looking for the house, I just walked up and down the street and just smashed every window. As Abby, because it was just so pleasing, like the way she would punch her, she would a little elbow. I was like, she's incredible. She's she needs everything to me. Look at her smashing windows for no reason in this post-apocalyptic nightmare. And then have like ten minutes. Ooh, another high point in the in the Ellie saga. Man, the crossbow is just not as good as the bow and arrow. Oh, bow and arrow is my favorite weapon in the game. I think. Oh, that's the only thing I use after I got it. Literally <laughs> the only thing I use, except for like bloaters, it was just the bow and arrow. Oh, yeah, man. those explosive arrows. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Oh, when things explode in this game, oh my goodness. I put a mine down, that's my first mine. I put it down, went boom. I went back to it. Dude was missing his left arm and his hip. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is this so great? The blood was splattered everywhere. I'm like, oh, goodness. Weapons were really not great for the first game. Everything in the game looked great. I hate that I didn't mention that off the top. This is one of the best looking games, not just on this console, but I think that I've ever played. And I know it's, it's a bit unfair because it's a product of our advantage of technology. But even games for the time that they came out, you can still look back and like, oh, it's really, looking, it's really good looking for the time it came out. I think The Last of Us Part Two is. Yeah, so I don't want to say it's the best looking game that I've ever played because there might be something I'm forgetting. But if I don't think too much, I'm like, yeah, this is the best looking game I've it's ever a, played. It's at least top three all time that I've yeah. ever played. At least top three. I'll say this Red Dead, and I probably could not think of a third. Oh, Spider Man graphics wise was really good. Yeah, I'm inspiring that. Like I've been to New York. Listen, I played that enough, and I'm like, I know the streets of New York. Drop me at any point in New York right now, I can find my way home. All right, <laughs> JFK in 20 minutes. You gonna find the Wakanda uh, Embassy? No, I'm gonna keep walking past that one. Okay, okay, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I've got another Ellie. Hi. Let's hear. Oh, it. I am a recreation fiend. So when she found. The pool tables and the dartboard and the ski things. <laughs> you can uh, interact with that? Well, no, but like. Oh, I thought it was like another ad. She had the best opportunities there for her for recreation. Oh, yeah, yeah. If she had time. You know, I mean, it wasn't, you know, on a murder mission. She probably... Yeah, I mean, she had other things to do. I can certainly attest you're not fueled by bloodlust. Darts are pretty fun to play. It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. You made a good point, Edward. I really enjoyed, um, like, all the, all the, like, are we talking about Abby? We're still on Ellie. We're still on Ellie, never mind. 
I'll get to this later. Oh, he's Tina Abbey. Okay. Oh, so the last thing that I really enjoyed, man, when I was I relieved when Jesse showed up. Man, <laughs> I thought I was Were done you? for, and then Jesse showed up. And I didn't really like Jesse like the first go round in Jackson. He was kind of like, eh, he kind of like a stick in the mud. Yeah. It it took after you know uh, Dean was feeling sick, and then Jesse and De- uh, Jesse and Ellie went off to the, by themselves to have a conversation. I really started liking Jesse after that. I was really happy he was happy he was tagged along because honestly, these solo missions, anxiety. Oh yeah. my goodness, man! There's something so comforting about knowing Dina was back there, about knowing Jesse was back there, about knowing Lev was back there. Somebody with two arms, great. You say someone that was two armed? Yeah. You're gonna make me slander yarn. I've been trying to let it go, and you were here for it. I don't want to do. You're it. a monster, Delon. No, yes. man. Listen, I was at Chris's house, and he was playing uh, Abby Day Two. He was sick of yarn. He was sick <laughs> of. When is she? When is she? Do I have to take her all the way with me? Oh my god! Now she's going up the ladder. He was sick of her. It felt very escort mission esque. Oh well, I'll get to it when we get there. That might be one of my lows, but only because I'm upset about it. It's not a real bad low, it's just going to be me griping and complaining. Um, I think we hit, you guys have hit some points that I really like as far as Ellie. I don't think I really have a low. Um, I think, no, I was going to say maybe the thing with Nora, uh, I think when you get in there and you, it kind of forces you to hit square and kill her. I think that that part is really misunderstood by people who's like, oh, I don't want to do this. This isn't a thing that I would do. And it's like, well, this game isn't about you. It's about Ellie. You just get to play as her in between about the cuts. revenge tour. Yeah, like you are only relevant for the things that happen in between dialogue and cuts. And like the thing that Ellie is doing, because that's what Ellie would do. So you gonna say something that I trigger you? I made you upset on that one. Uh, no, nah, just like the lighting of that scene and, and I read, yeah. I pushed photo mode to its limits during that scene. Man. That share button on my controller has not forgiven me for what was going on during that scene. Hasn't let that, it go yet. That scene was literally me, photo mode, take picture, find the filter, take picture, <laughs> unpause, pause, take picture, blah, 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 unpause, pause for like a solid 10 minutes. I got I got one of every swing, every frame. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just I loved how fear like Ellie was very I don't know, she was strong in her own way in the original Last of Us. But whenever this game came and you really felt her anger, revenge, you felt passionate for what she was doing and you were doing it. It didn't matter. Even if you didn't want to do it, you were doing it. I uh gosh. I don't know. It was just really nice. Mm, yeah, and, and Ellie definitely, it was nice seeing her as the leader of the group, um, but it was also nice the fact that, so they had killed everybody in the group, basically, except Abby, and then Jess was like, yo, Dina's pregnant, let's head out. And then Ellie, although she didn't want to, was like, yeah, let's head out. And I was like, wow, that's so realistic. Of course, that led to everyone's untimely demise, well, just Jesse's untimely demise and her getting her ass beat, but man, gross. Gross. Yeah. Oh, and that scene when Jesse gets clapped is amazing. Ah, love it. <laughs> yeah, I bet. 
I, I was caught so by surprise by that, yeah. and I, th I think a lot of stuff with Jesse really caught me by surprise. Like just harking back to when you run into him for the first time. I'm not gonna lie, because they did a great job kind of steering you in one direction with all the trailers. I legitimately thought that there was gonna be a ghost Joel at some point. There was gonna be her subconscious, you know, tricking her so the whole you thought I'd let you do this on your own. I thought that was gonna actually be Joel, and he's gonna be like, you know, kind of the voice in her head, kind of guiding her along or whatever. So when it was actually Jesse, I think it really flipped the story for me. I was so relieved that it wasn't Ghost Joel, and like you said, I was glad to have somebody there. And then you hear the commotion in the the movie theater lobby, and then you go, and he's just gone, and I'm like, oh no! Because yeah, <laughs> honestly, at that point, I had lost the sense of stakes. Yeah, yeah, I think like, for a second. Yeah, because like for, for most of the game up to that point, it was me and Dina. At that point, I'm like, they're not gonna kill Dina. We gotta go back. And I was like, hmm, that's a nice conclusion to this kind of short game, but I like it. And then we get Jesse, who's able to get killed. We get Tommy. I thought it was over Tommy as well, but that's a different story. But them taking Jesse away, again, unceremoniously, was just beautiful and let us know again everyone's on the same levels. It's yeah. it's very real for like like you like you were saying earlier. This is very um, reflective of like the world of The Last of Us. It's, it, and you know, in in a in like if we were in an apocalyptic scenario right now, if like you said, it wouldn't be very ceremonial. You know, it would just be bang lights out, uh, keep it pushing. Right. So. And lastly, on that. It again addresses that mirror relationship between Abby and Ellie. Because the same way Jesse went, Abby's friend later went. Right. Yep. Yeah. The exact, the exact, boom, opened up, bloop, side of the face, gone. Exactly. Open the door, and it, you know, almost, almost like, I was, it was it the same eye? Like the same part of the head? Um, that might be Manny got hit on the right it, side. But... I think Jesse got hit on the left. Manny got hit on the right because yeah. I know he's facing me and kind of see the whole. And I think Jesse, she kind of like hit him on the left, yeah. like more towards the wall. So. I know that was like maybe looking too much into it, but like I, that, that's what it looked like. Yeah. Like, and it's definitely they're both headshots. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They're definitely both eye peeling headshots. Uh, let's see. So then that happens, and then we get. What I thought was going to be, I felt it coming somehow because I knew where I was at on playtime. I'm like, it's not going to cut to black and it's over, or she's not just going to kill Ellie right here because I've only been playing this game for about 11 hours. And it goes to what in the first like 10 seconds is the most jarring thing to happen to me in a video game in a long time. And then I kind of settled in and I was like, all right, this isn't so bad. Like, it, it skips to Abby. I think it just really threw me because she was so much younger. Uh, it was kind of like flashback, and it was all of that, and I was just like, "This is this is a character model I haven't seen at all. Like I know yeah. who it is, but I'm like, she's done zero push-ups. She's wearing this weird collared shirt. This is this is just an odd time for me. Like I don't know what's going on. And then I start to play, and I start to get a sense. And I didn't know it was gonna be her dad. I didn't know what it was gonna be. And I was gonna be like, um, I feel like I'm just gonna. It's at that point that I realized I think we're going to find out why she doesn't like Joel. It's going to be why she's young. And I was like, maybe they're going to run into her. She's going to be with a group of people. And, you know, he's a smuggler. It's a deal gone wrong. He's going to kill everybody and not hit her or something, you know. Uh, that didn't happen. It was something way worse somehow. So yeah. how do we feel about that, especially in relation to 
you having to do it in the first game. It wasn't just a cutscene of Joel killing doctors. You had to point at a doctor and hit R2 if that's what you wanted to do. Or you could hit square, a lot of options. How do you feel about that? <laughs> also, you feel, people, away? you feel away, Em? <laughs> I feel away. The people need to know, Em. So, whenever I first started playing as Abby, I was, like I said, I was mad. I didn't want to play as her because I had a feeling that she had some sort of like vengeance against Joel. Like I said, I didn't realize it would be her dad, but I figured it would be someone close to her. Um, and it just broke my heart seeing her walk into, because she just keeps having these flashbacks going back into that um, hospital room and seeing her dad dead. Listen, man, I'm going to keep it a stack. He deserved it. But it makes you think, you know? Now listen, not because of the reason that you think. Yeah, it was, he was the one who suggested, you know, we would have to kill Ellie. He was the one that was being dishonest. He was the doctor, the lead doctor in the situation. That's a terrible situation. But when you were playing as Abby and trying to get that name to come back to the camp, and you're like, oh, a zebra. I wanted to murk him then. <laughs> I wanted to finish the job before Joel got the chance. He was so annoying. Damn, we have places. Party, bro. <laughs> Damn. Wow. The fucking <laughs> he was a child. <laughs> A smart child. He was gonna figure something out. And this, and that, that was something that I, that, that uh, I mean, we can probably talk more about this later. I just didn't like the fact that, you know, he was sitting here about to risk it all for something that probably may not even work. I don't know. No, man. Yeah, I, 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 I can't. You kind of have to. Sean, that's exactly my point. Me and Jordan were talking about this. We were like, what disease has ever been cured with patient zero? Yeah. Literally, what disease has ever been fixed? On the first person, coronavirus? I think not. I'm tired. Man. It's odd and it's tricky. I don't know if I want to call this director overstepping and really trying to stress, like, oh, you should feel bad. But I think Druckmann said that if they would have gotten Ellie, they were definitely going to find a cure. Just in the world that he's created. Like, I don't know yeah. if I want to call that overstepping. It's just having too much creative control of being able to say, yeah, in my story, they definitely would have found one of the patients here. I get what he was trying to do, but it's just like, I'm kind of like, where have we ever found one? But if I'm, I'm trying to give the mindset of what he told me the story was, and so if he said they would have found it out of his hands. That's not his decision anymore. Not <laughs> it's out of his hands. Um, yeah, and then like, cause like they even make a point later to say, uh, yeah, you were like the only one. Like they made a point to say that Ellie was the only one to come back that was immune. They haven't seen anyone like that. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's like Ellie's like, I've never seen anyone else getting bitten, and you know. There would have been no one else. There was no trial too. There's no, okay, we got half the cure. Let's get some miles and get the second one. It was over after that. That's true. Yeah. It's just one of those things. It's like, I think you, I think he kind of had to make that point because if he didn't, then, you know, we're left with these questions like, well, what if it didn't work? Mm -hmm. And, and it, it almost becomes uh, a bit of a plot hole. Not a, not a major one, mm -hmm. but it's just something that leaves a lot of unanswered questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think us saying what if it didn't work is the thing that makes us able to sympathize with Joel more. Right. Because knowing, yes, it definitely would work, magic. We're like, okay, Joel, you're kind of an asshole. Like, ah. Yeah. But thinking realistically, like, 
would they have found a cure or would they have just killed this little girl for no reason? That's this that choice of actually weighing and you know rationalizing the decision that makes you say, yeah, I kind of feel Joel. I kind of don't feel Joel. So I kind of hate that he said that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not his game anymore. <laughs> Once I spent seventy dollars, this is my story. Yes. Uh, let's see. From there, um, we want to get the highlight, the, like the high points. Uh, yeah, Abby. Yeah, we'll start getting there. Yeah, we'll hit, I guess we'll naturally hit our story. So, yeah. high points, Abby. I think I have a couple of low points for playing for playing as Abby. Not necessarily story, but I have some low points as far as actual time I spent playing as Abby that I didn't really have as Ellie. But we will do the highs. So, what do you guys have first for some highs playing as Abby? You can't say you got to punch things again. I said it. You've already said it. You can't keep talking about how she punched things good. Dude, I, I'm not gonna lie. I liked. I kind of liked like um her interactions with like Owen and and like the dynamic between um them, as well as I really enjoyed like all the little mini games. You got the like the the shooting contest with her and with her and Manny. <laughs> yeah, like the 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 archery little thing mm -hmm. uh, in the aquarium. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Those, those were like some of my high points, just like little fun stuff to do. Mm -hmm. um, also, me and you, we talked about uh, how Abby got so buff because there was a gym in the right center. Yeah, <laughs> a thing that people have issues with, they're like, how would she be that buff? How would she They have a gym? Like, and you play as Abby and you immediately walk out of the room starting and the next thing you see is a gym. And then I'm just like, I think that's how she, maintain this level of physical fitness. Yeah, her entire teenage years was I have to train so I can kill this guy who killed a hospital full of people. She's going to be pretty fit. Yeah. I'm going to assume as a strong-minded person that she's probably going to get her body in shape. <laughs> and like and another thing, you think about it, they have like a mess hall, they have like people hunting, they they have a farm down in the middle of the stadium. Like the, it's it's these little details like you put into context you know they're getting like the proper nutrition to yeah. maintain that stuff it's not like they're just out on the streets 24 7 you know fighting to survive like they're pretty well off yeah in, in terms of an apocalypse mm -hmm. you know so they have a soccer ball. yeah they have a soccer ball like <laughs> who just has a soccer ball in an apocalypse you know they're, they're doing really well for themselves yeah Wolf Camp versus Jackson, they're definitely fucking up Jackson. Oh, Wolf Camp. Wolf Camp. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, they have, they have hung these. <laughs> Bro. Fleets fleet of them. Yes. What was my other high point for Abby? Uh, oh, so yeah, definitely the first part where you're walking through is Abby, seeing everybody. Because I'm the guy who, in the movie, if we're in like the prequel, or we're in the sequel, like, ooh, there's that guy. <laughs> or when they say the title of the movie in the movie. Yeah, girl. <laughs> so yeah, I got, I got like, except for the guy who kicked Ellie in the face, I was really excited to see everybody there. Um, so that was a very cool part. And then they, you know, that was after they had all died. So. Mm -hmm. I think I liked Abby's uh, story better than I enjoyed, like, Ellie's flashbacks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, was, um, I definitely liked the Abby flashbacks more than the Ellie ones. Not that the Ellie ones were bad. I think I kind of felt a lot of like drummed over emotions that I kind of already felt as far as Ellie, like just the relationship that her and Joel had. I don't think there was really a thing that drove that home war for me. You know, I just kind of figured right. he killed an entire hospital of people for her. I think he 
really cares about him. I can imagine him getting hurt. It was kind of the pushing her in the water and the, you got to trust me, you got to build your confidence up. I did like that kind of stuff, but as far as the, you know, the highs of the relationship that we saw in the flashback and then the lows when she was upset when she found out about what he did, I was like, well, these are kind of things that weren't amplified for me because I already, I already felt these things to the full extent from the first game and what's happened so far in this game. All the and flashbacks made me feel different stuff for that character. That's the thing, and that's why I started, that's when I started to enjoy Abby as a character, was when um, I realized, oh, they're giving us her insight. We've already had Ellie's insight. We've seen it. It was interesting. It was a fresh take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think we just, they just like, we need to get Joel FaceTime in this, <laughs> in this game, because <laughs> uh, yeah, he was out in 15 minutes. So, yeah, I think that was just their way of shoehorning him in. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I really didn't need any like flashbacks from um, Ellie's side after the whole astronaut sequence. Boy, oh man, that one got me. Yeah, that, that was, was a nice one. I'll give it that. It was a nice one. That's what I was thinking. When I, I think sent, I got a that when I sent you of uh, them both with their hats on. Yeah. Father daughter moment. <laughs> Here we, say I'm sorry for causing so much dead time sharing the ground trying to think yeah just just playing as Abby I think they did an incredible job of not making her just you know evil boss villain you know number one anymore I think you really felt like and we said you really started to grow like her. like she had a really compelling story that yeah I've seen a lot of people say I think I liked it like her pure story Maybe a little bit more than I liked Ellie's in some parts. And I can say there are certain parts, just like I said with the flash, there are things that I did like more. Um I talking about some of her story was done well. I don't remember anymore. Oh, I was just gonna say, do you guys think that they did Oh no no, okay, now I remember. I will say like even after everything happened, I don't agree necessarily with killing Joel, because I think that undoes the feelings that I got, and like, no, you have to let it go, don't kill him or whatever. So I think like, I think agreeing with her killing Joel, I, I'm like, you don't like, I was just like, I get it. I get it now. I don't agree with killing them because if I agree with killing, it ruins my personal character development that I got by the end of the game by being like, oh, I shouldn't kill Abby. I should let it go because it's not worth it. But hey man, I get it. I get so, it. So you're saying you don't agree with Abby killing Joel, is that what you said? Yeah, the killing part itself, but I understand. Like, but I'm, I'm like that with, with killing in general. I'm only feeling that way because I'm like, well, I can't agree with Ellie wanting to kill Abby either, which I know is different because Ellie knew Joel for six years while this happened. Abby knew her dad for her entire life. So I think I'm looking at it from the point of view that like, I can't have this and that, you know what I mean? I can't say yet, yeah, Abby was right, but Ellie would have been wrong to kill her. So I, I think I'm looking at more from that point of view to keep myself consistent. I think you can, because it was kind of like with the Joel conversation earlier, Ellie is a survivor. Abby is a legitimate soldier. So she's like killing cultists every day. Like that's like, like they're like, uh, who was it? Who was it? Said like, I can't believe that, that um, what's his face's top killer is going to, like she does this, like that's yeah. so I can definitely see her killing him and like being able to shake it off the next day. Be like, hey guys, let's kick the soccer ball. Yeah. Yeah. But like Mel and Owen had 
not Owen as much. Definitely Mel had a lot of resentment towards Abby. Mm-hmm. And I don't I feel like that all Cause, yeah, because see, like that conversation, like about the top killer, like they were having that conversation, Mel and Abby were, um, whenever Mel was like, hey, I'm going with Owen um, to Santa Barbara, but I'm not going if you're coming. Because she was talking about, you know, um, bringing the scar, like bringing Yara and Lev with them. And she was saying, you brought them along to appeal to Owen. You know, I, I think that was an interesting dynamic with Abby and Owen because, you know, of course, Yara and Love, they saved Abby um, from hanging. And then she met with Owen. But, you know, Owen gave her that whole spiel, you know, I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of just the same, like you said, Delon, this, the soldier stuff. He's tired of it. Mm-hmm. And so I think if Owen hadn't talked to her about that, I don't think she would have gone back to save Yara and Love. Um, I think that she probably still would have had that, oh, their scar, their scars, that same mentality, um, and just left them, left them for dead. So, I really like uh, the the dreams and the nightmare type things that have with Abby. So she has a dream about walking in, or she's having a flashback, which I guess is the dream of walking in and seeing her dad dead. And after you wake up this first day, and then after you save Yara and left, the second dream that she has is her walking into that same room, but at this point, you know, she's killed Joel, so I guess it's like, it's not the first thing, she's killed Joel, and you think she's gonna walk into the room, and the nightmare would stop, and now you walk in, and you see these other two people that you might have left for dead, and she's still having nightmares, and so then when you save them, and she kind of does this thing of, I don't wanna say atonement, but she, you know, she kind of feels that, you know, she couldn't save her dad because she wasn't who she is now, but she went back and saved these other two people she finally has, she has the third dream or whatever, and it's her seeing her dad. He looks happy, and she doesn't wake up violently. Like, she's peacefully asleep. So I, I like that they did that with her dreams over the course of, I guess, the three days. Or so that's that's something that I really, really like as far as the way the storytelling went to have. Nightmare. Nightmare about different people. Now that I've saved these people, and I feel good. The nightmares just pop, and I can sleep peacefully. I liked her involvement with Lev, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were really sweet together. I love that dynamic. Yeah. Um, last, what do I, what do I like to say? Um, I don't know, I lost it. I will say though, question for you guys. Ellie and Dina, Abby and Manny, Abby and Love. Favorite. Like just really as a duo? As a um, gameplay duo. Oh, Abby and Lev. I gotta say Abby and Lev. Like, the the combat flows a lot smoother. Um, Dina mostly just gave me call-outs. I didn't like, I mean, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, she was there, but you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, Manny, Manny did a little bit, um, but he was gone very quickly, so. Yeah. I, I gotta say Abby and Lev. Listen, man, I watched Manny carry Chris to the mission. Hey, 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 whoa, whoa, that is not what happened, I, okay, he didn't carry me, right? I don't know, it kind of sounds like you got carried. He might have killed more enemies than me, yes, but Tommy wasn't shooting at Manny like he was shooting at me, Manny was fine, Tommy wanted me dead, Manny could have- On the mission where Tommy is sniping, 
and we're, you know, trying to crawl around and get to cover. So Chris died during that part twice. So then we finally get inside the parking garage, right? Chris goes up and Chris dies probably 30, 40 minutes on that first floor with Manny killing like eight people each time. And then Chris killing like a solid three and then getting clapped. I killed, every time I killed at least the clicker, I killed one runner and the bloater was always dispersed by Crystal Patrick Larry. Did Manny kill a bunch of other runners? Yeah, but he didn't have to worry about the sniper. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. That's what I was like, I won't lie and say he, he did pull a little bit more weight, but you know, like I had to deal with Clicker, runner, <laughs> bloater, and you know, Chris Kyle three buildings over, so I had it tough. I had it way tougher than he did. Uh, Sorry, right. though, give me some credit. I had a couple times I hit L1, Ford, and O, and I was just like, I'm playing a different game. I think I'm better at this than everybody. You did the thing. You did the thing. <laughs> you did the thing. I'll cast my vote for uh, probably Dina because nah, I'm gonna go with Manny. He was one funny. of us. One Manny, of us. cracking jokes as he's killing people. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but Lev had such a nice soft tone that was always monotone. And I kind of like that. It's kind of a little psycho. I never I, knew I, where Lev was at any moment. And that's what bothered me. <laughs> like, boom, happened? arrow. Boom, arrow. Like, I never just know where Lev's at. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure, you can lose Lev. I just really liked, like, their conversations because it was cool. Because, you know, uh, Ellie and Dina, they both, they're both from Jackson. Yeah. Abby and Manny both from the wolf compound but it was cool and it was interesting to like hear um abby and lev like talk about the differences between wolves and seraphites and you know anytime even or even with yara anytime they got to like um a seraphite shrine it was cool to like see it like hear them like pray or whatever you know you could um and they would like talk about oh you know why why do you seraphites believe this why um and, and i think that was really interesting that's like the dialogue is just super interesting to me. I, I like the scene. I know what you're on about. Like specifically the one where Abby said uh, something that her dad used to say. Right. After Yara was praying at the tree. Yep. Yeah, and I think that I do feel like the difference between um, Abby and Yara, Abby and Lev, like their conversations really shine through with something I kind of saw as a theme is just these people all trying to find something that gives them kind of comfort in this world, whether it be doing something to put them at peace. So like learning about the different things, at no point did I agree with the Seraphites because they were homophobes that cut people's insides out. So I was like, ah, I can't you, you can't add too much humanity to those guys, I'll be honest. <laughs> I can see how you disagree. I saw moments where they were having conversations just about what they just believed and what they held on to in this world. And I was like, I do get it, like I don't, see these guys as oh they're just other people caught up in all this violence like everybody else is because you know they had practice and they're different but as far as just a group of people in a world that even with 20 years in it people don't really understand like you know we're just we've got this virus that's made people zombies in a way and it's just this group of people that are bound by this religion to try to just give them something to feel comfortable in and, and understand but like i said it's all is thrown out the window when they're like, uh, your name is not Lev, it's Lily, and we're going to kill you. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I like these people anymore. <laughs> I don't like these people anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I think I think they did a really good job of like, who can we make the shittier than the main antagonist? So they did a really good job of creating the scars. Yeah. We <laughs> definitely got act like ah yeah, that's not even a real beef. I get him out of here. <laughs> yeah. I will say all the times we had to like go through hordes of scars were probably my least favorite parts of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, because oh my goodness, those whistles. Those whistles made me so yeah. cancel for the rest of the year. I don't want to hear any whistles for quite some time. I heard a whistle, I immediately just get down. I heard <laughs> I a whistle, I didn't and people me. hanging too. Yeah, yeah. They were they were out here in these streets. Um anybody have any more highs before I get into my lows real quick and then we'll get to the end of the game and the themes and wrap it up. Oh, I'm good. Yeah, I think that's up for me. I think my real low with Abby just kind of goes back to what I said. There was about an hour and 30 minutes combined that I was just kind of like, man, I wish I was doing stuff that was more of the meat and potatoes of this game. And not that I had an issue with her side plot, because I think that makes perfect sense because it's just showing that like, it would have been too convenient for her and Ellie to have been in the same place at the same time all the time. Like people like they should have been at the hospital together and been on different floors. I'm like, that's just too no, that would have been too weird. That would have been too convenient. Like, oh, they're both here, but Abby's on the first floor and Ellie's on the third. They just don't run into each other at all. So like I have no problem with their stories being completely different. I think it helps to build Abby as her own person and she's doing her own things. And so it really becomes a sense of she's trying to move on and do all this other stuff so now when she comes back and all of her friends are dead and it's Ellie and she's just like what's what is this why is this happening but I think there's about a solid hour and a half I don't know if I'm gonna take away a gameplay or cutscenes I think could have been trimmed out you know just just to kind of get me back to the main stuff. I don't think the pacing is bad as people say but I will say I out of the whole 30 hours it's maybe an hour and a half that I would have been okay with that I think my experience would have been about the same yeah, so I loved every cutscene in the game. I wouldn't chimney any of that down. Abby definitely had so many parts of it. So, for example, I could probably build that aquarium with a clay model down to the T and the toy. <laughs> I, we spent so much time just walking around. No running option in that damn aquarium. Yes. Um, second, all that stuff, most of the stuff, with Abby on the bottom floor of the hospital, wow, that was long. And wow, was it really dark for a really long time. Yeah. I had no clue what I was doing. Because the thing I loved about that game was details surrounding um, all that kind of stuff. With that, I couldn't see anything. And not like, oh, this game is hard. That's a cool mechanic. But it was just like, eh. Yeah, that's what yeah. I think the Rat King, because we replayed it today. Um, I'm the Rat King now. <laughs> yeah, I could have I beat it and I gave it to Sean. He beat it on this like, third try or whatever. Doesn't matter. I think the thing that makes it even harder was the lighting was really weird. I'm like, it's like, I don't know if it's a gameplay thing or if it's just like, yeah, the lighting's kind of bad. You're like, I, I think if I could have seen the rat catch more, I don't want to say it would have been easier. I don't want to say anything that make me like, it would have been easier, I guess, and it would have made me a little less tense, but I know that you're supposed to be afraid, you're supposed to have a hard time, but not even necessarily just a level design, just kind of like a bad thing. It was, I'm with you, it was just a little too dark down there for me. I couldn't be impressed by it. I couldn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I felt about most of the part. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. 
Emily, I know there's stuff about Abby you didn't like. You don't have to hold it in. You can say what you didn't like about Abby. No, I didn't like her muscles at first. They grew on me. Like personality. <laughs> too. She grew on me. Um, I, I mean, yeah, it was, it was probably just some of the low points. You're right about, like, Yara having to kind of hold her around and make sure that she got there okay and that was weird and yeah, long, but uh, uh, I'm sorry I'm sorry go ahead well I don't know I just feel like she had the better bosses to fight mm -hmm. yeah so I enjoyed Abby way more well and I don't about that um I, me and Chris kind of briefly talked about this it it shows you the difference between and Delon you you kind of touched on this um Ellie's a survivor Abby's a soldier. It really, it really brings out that difference. Um, even in play styles, you know, I've always been like a very stealthy play style. So getting used to playing as Abby, who's very combat oriented, was a little hard for me. And um, it's it much easier for me to play as Ellie. The, the bow is a lot easier to use in the crossbow. Mm -hmm. You know, Abby has a freaking flamethrower. Like, <laughs> yeah. And you know, it, it, it really highlights that. And um, and. I told Chris, I was like, there is no way that Ellie could have fought the Rat King and won. Yeah, I don't There's know. no way. I think, I think, like, you would have had an easier time maybe evading. I think Ellie's a bit quicker when you're sprinting, and I think she can yeah. kind of move around. There's, like, a little bit of a difference in feel as far as, like, total control as <laughs> Ellie compared to Abby. So I think, like, maybe I would have an easier time running away, but... Yeah, I don't think Abby has any silenced weapons by like everything Abby has is loud just to highlight Besides that. The crossbow. Well, yeah, she does have one silent weapon. You can, can use the bottom, you can make the bottom. I know Ellie yeah. has, but then after that, she's got like assault rifles, and she's got a shotgun, she's got a flame door, as you mentioned, very loud. I hear uh, the hunting <laughs> rifle, yeah, or, I'm sorry, the hunting pistol or whatever. Hunting, Yo, that hunting yeah. pistol, oof, hunting pistol. oh, that thing was nasty. I will say the flaming shotgun shells, they left me a little underwhelmed from the explosive arrows, but there are some times where I was just like, yeah, I have to do this. And I still haven't used an explosive arrow. I will say that. You haven't um, used one? I haven't. I haven't. I did it. Now. I can't. Game Plus. Use it now. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely, I'm definitely about to. I just started my new Game Plus uh, a couple days ago. But I was so like headshot, headshot, headshot with the arrows. Yeah. That like I really didn't get to use the explosives. No. <laughs> I was okay, okay. I was definitely <laughs> using those mines though. Oh my goodness! I would just litter those things out. <laughs> um, the main thing I didn't like about Abby, uh, I definitely would have preferred mines over the pipe bomb, but you know, yeah. pulling hairs, pulling hairs. I wanted her to have Molotov cocktails so badly. I like the pipe bombs. I was kind of into them. Ugh. Wow, the Molotov cocktails aren't impressive. They aren't professional enough to add. So, she had to have pipe bombs, okay. super shot guns, and that kind of stuff. Ellie, Ellie had to get hers out the mother. She had to make her weapons. Sorry, they're not good enough for your military general, your future man. Amen. Isaac's top killer. So is that it on Abby? We're gonna go ahead and so. get to, I guess, when you switch back to Ellie. I know you play as Abby again, but that's not really much. I do like that. Oh, we didn't talk about the best slash uh. most painful thing in video game history. Having to get to that last day as Abby. Um, 
I mean, just as simple as it, I know it seems like, like being told from her point of view and being on her side when Ellie comes out and you see like, even just looking at Ellie, I'm just like, she doesn't look like, you know, she's not staying with this posture of like a villain, but just like from Abby's point of view, looking over her shoulder, looking at Ellie, I'm kind of just like, yeah, this is the bad person that killed all my friends. But I had to like jump back and be like, oh, but it's Ellie and I love Ellie so much. But just, just the difference that it made from the viewpoints. So I was just like, I need this person dead. No way to tell it. So it, it slipped my mind. This little detail slipped my mind. So like in the beginning, when you first meet Abby and Owen says, Mel's pregnant. And then you play through all the game, you forget that. That's not in the back, in the top of your mind when you're playing as Ellie. And then you get to the scene where you kill Mel and you stab her in the stomach. It hurt that. And at that point, I still did not remember until day two of Abby. I was like, oh, wait, she's pregnant. What have I done? So then we do all that stuff. We come back and Abby shows up and shoots Jesse in the face. I'm like, yeah. 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 And then when they go through that fight, and then there at the end, and I told Chris about this. When Abby grabs um grabs Dina and then Ellie's like, stop, she's pregnant. And then Abby's like, Good. Good. Oh <laughs> I saw the energy of a pure demon coming out of Abby and I was like, oh no, this might be the point. I'm like, I don't know, Abby, I don't know if I can stand you anymore. But love brought her I was so grateful for that. I was so conflicted during that whole fight. Oh gosh. Yeah, Sean, every other like time that you would get some distance between you and Ellie and she would do something, I would pause it and I would look at Sean and I'd go, that's what I would do. So like when she would shoot <laughs> like the Molotov, like when she started saying trip Mario, she was throwing the stun. I was like, I legit had a moment, I was like, I wonder if the game was like collecting data of my play all and just pumping that into the AI because the way that she played to the T, I was like, that's exactly how I played. It was like, even moments where she was just randomly coming out of her crouch and just like sprinting aimlessly. I was like, I do that all the time. I'll just be moving, not in crouch aimlessly, trying to figure out what I want to do. And I'm like, Ellie has no idea what she's doing because I think that's she's me. That's how you That she is you. Yeah, I was like, she's me. She's, she's wandering aimlessly while I'm trying to hit her with a brick. Man, I thought that same thing when she just put down three mines and dip. I was like, uh, <laughs> I get you. I get you. <laughs> I, that was probably the hardest part of the game for me, emotionally and gameplay-wise, because if Ellie saw you, that shit was over. Yeah, it was <laughs> not much you could do. I know yeah. you had the brick in the second time. Even if she kind of sees you, you throw the brick and she moves, and I was like, ah, the good old L1 button. And she just blows your face off, and I'm just like, yeah, again, that's what I would do. I would, you could hit me with the brick once in the second time. Like, I'm going to hit L1 next time I see you, just on instinct. And that's kind of how it goes. Uh, yeah, it's really, really tough emotion. I have never wanted to not hit square more in my entire life. It, oh, man, it was tough. That's like if I do a new game, I don't know if I can do that part again. I might have to <laughs> skip a chapter. <laughs> I was screaming that whole time, and that entire time, I was like, oh, man. When she started just slamming Dina's head into the ground, I'm glad you made me hit square to do that, because I was just like, no, not Dina. Uh, Dina's just been laying there for two days, throwing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
I really thought that was the moment where, because I thought the game was going to cap off there and someone's going to have it. And there's a split second there where I was like, it's going to make me kill Elias. And it's like, I'm going to, or at least mortally wound her. And then after like, it's going to just randomly switch back to her, like still in the same kind of encounter. And I'm going to have to try to chase Abby and find her and I'll die that way. But I was just like, I'm going to kill Ellie as Abby. And then I'm going to just cry for a couple of days and never play another video game again. This is where it ends for me. That would like I was thinking the same thing too. That would legitimately been the saddest thing I've ever experienced in video games or movies. Killing Ellie. Oh my gosh. Well, oh well. You didn't. But I guess then from there we get one of my favorite Don't Ever Let Me See You Again's in all of media. Because that one was really I sensed the the anger. And I sense the sense of understanding where she's just like, yeah, okay, I get it, fine. I killed your person, same way your person killed my person. I wanted revenge, so I get it. I'm going to spare you again. And then I sense the sense of, I just want this all to be over or whatever. And I think I really drew that. I'm like, you, I'm glad that Lev was there to be like, Abby, no, <laughs> no, Abby, you're such a nice person. So I just, I, I just felt all three of those things and that don't ever let me see you again. And I was glad that she spared her. And then I really liked Lev, I guess the year, year and a half time jump. I liked the Abby and Lev stuff there. Um, I wish Tommy would have never come to my house. Golly. I hated seeing him in that shape. And then I hated him more when he brought that idea to my head. <sighs> Ugh. I, ah, that's I, that's the one thing I really don't like about this game. I wish we would have got some closure with Tommy after the stuff that happened happened. Like, after the last stuff. Because now, for the next 10 years, until this hopefully, hopefully Abby and LA team up, um, now I'm going to be hating Tommy for the next decade, so. Yeah, I was an asshole. Hey, but Dino was on his ass, though. Yeah, Dino, don't ever come around my house saying that stuff again. I was like, talk to him. Talk to him, Dina. I would say that that post, okay, so when Ellie and Dina go into their new house and they have the baby, and it's, that that was the most emotional part of the game for me. Yeah. I love seeing Ellie. I love seeing everything fit so well. And to see Tommy come in and just be like, yo, you forgot about this promise. We're doing it. You're doing it, actually. <sighs> and, and that's what shook me. Uh, go ahead, Sean. No, I was just, I was going to agree with Emily. I'd like, the fact that he, like, basically put it all on her. It was like, well, I can't go. It's like, what do you want, then? Uh, you know? <laughs> I, it's your fault that you haven't moved past it. Exactly. It's your fault that you didn't and kill she her. And she had neither. Right. You defend your brother and he got shot in the knee, like, three times. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, the whole time I was like, oh, this is a really sweet epilogue. And the time we got came like, oh. This is a shitty part three, like, damn. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to be a happy ending. What if they turn that around? Uh, not really much to talk about, really, is Ellie leaving to go and get Abby. So um, it played about the same as the rest of it. You got the SMG that I missed every shot with, I think. Um, Tough. I had a lot of fun releasing Infected to go chase people down. That was sick. Yeah. That was chaining them up and just messing with them. That's smart. Because I would wait until after I killed everyone, thinking that I would let the infected run free. 
Oh, yeah, that was like the one of the last times I was able to just like skid through. I released them and just like, okay, I'm on my way. I've been fighting by that entire level. You, I wish I would have done that because there's once you get up to the top before you go down the stairs and you release the people from the cell, that part is really hard. From like after you clear out the first people when you first jump over the little wooden wall or whatever and you, you see those first few back once you start going through that building and all the guys with like the helmets come out by that point I was you don't really get another ammo pickup because of course you're at the end of the game where it's all you know physical combat. But I was running on ammo. I think I used more stun bombs in like that encounter that I have anywhere else. I died more times in that encounter than I have in any other encounter just because there was just so many and it was hard to get a place to hide. I'd set foot mines and I'd forget where they were. So I would get a person, he would try to get the flank on me, but I'd be standing like right by the same doorway. So, you know, I'd be getting busy and then Ellie would just get blown up and I'm just like, why is this so hard? Why oh. can't it be easy? Listen, that last part, I wasn't touching them. I died like three times. I said, fuck it. I threw two smoke bombs, dip down the stairs. <laughs> I didn't kill a single one of that in that room. How about arrows? Uh, yeah, I cleared them out. I set those clickers loose. It's over. <laughs> it's over. I let it ride. Left side down, get out of there. Let's see. Um, it's a curve I got to the end of the game really quick, so I started playing right after Ellie uh, kills the two rattlers or whatever. And by that point, when Sean and my friend Colmer here. Colvin told me, yeah, you probably got a solid like three, three and a half hours of gameplay left. And so I started playing, and I, I guess I did an hour after that, and I forgot about it. So I started playing Monday night, and I'm just thinking that oh, I'll play a little bit today and play a little bit Tuesday. I'll finish up on Wednesday before, you know, while I'm off, I was going to finish it up and not have anything else to worry about. And then I'm kind of playing. And I told you I got it spoiled where the end of the game happened, but I didn't know it happened. So I'm kind of playing, wiping dudes out, and then you get down to the cell. I've been playing for like an hour and a half at that point. Like, she's down on the pillars by the beach, and I'm like, the beach where the game ends? I'm already here? Then I'm like, this is going to be a nice little harmless cutscene where something's going to happen, and then the game is over. And once again, I was wrong, and I had to tap the square button and cry about it the entire time. <laughs> that. God, that. That was tough. No, it was just, it's really, again, like a reflection of the Joel death. It just showed, it's, it was just rough and it was gross and it was nasty. And it just, it's just really brutal. And it's for fingers that get bitten off. Abby gets stabbed and sliced 1,100 times. And it was tough, but it was, I think the stuff leading up to it was really, really nice. And I was conflicted like Ellie was. I guess I stopped being conflicted. I stopped wanting to kill Abby. My bloodlust for Abby disappeared probably by the end of Abby's first day, maybe the second. I think maybe the second. Once she goes back to save Yara and Lev, I'm just like, oh, she's the person just like everyone else, and she has the capacity to do good. She's just, her dad died, and she was upset about it. I was like, but now I'm going back to save these people from this group of people that I'm supposed to hate because they're not doing anything, they're just people, you know, they probably made mistakes like I have, but now they're being exiled, they're being persecuted, and they don't want to live that way. So, it was sad to me, like, when everyone was posted up, I was like, okay, that's not Abby, <laughs> that's not Abby, that, oh, that, it took me so long to find out which one was Abby, she was in such different shape, like, that right there made me so damn sad, like, 
There was a person named, 90 pounds? There was like a person there right before you found a pillar of Abby in a black tank top with a ponytail hanging mm -hmm. down. And I oh, thought I went right her. Over. And I was like, there she is. And I was like, oh, that's not her. I was like, what? What is this? What's going on? And I found the other person with the Captain Marvel haircut and I cut her down. And I was just like, oh, no. But then it was beautiful and it was painful because she cuts Lev down. And now you've got, it's when she gets so far ahead of you, all you can see is kind of a silhouette of her carrying Lev. And I was like, this looks exactly like Joel carrying Ellie. So now it's this person carrying this person that they've protected and cared for and trying to get safe for the last year trying to carry them to safety and I was just like I've seen this before in a game that I played a couple years ago <laughs> so it was it was beautiful and it was a really painful thing to see and in that moment I was like I I won't be able to kill Abby seeing this thing and like I'm hoping that Ellie's like this is Lev is just me when I was little like this is just this person who has been brought into this some way it's a person just trying to protect him like I'm glad she had the realization to not do it Oh, that shit was hilarious. First off, I was like, oh, sweet. She's not going to uh, kill Abby. Uh, they're going to ride off together. And then I was like, oh, there's two boats. That's cool. I mean, I guess it makes sense to go your separate ways. And then Ellie was like, nah, we got the wrong one. I was like, no. She was like, nah, we, we, we got to do this. It hurt more when she said, I can't let you leave. And Abby was just, Abby was just so done with the whole thing. She was she so like, tired. She was like, I'm not doing this with you or whatever. And then I really had a moment where I'm like, man, whatever happened to Ellie happened. She put the knife to Lev and was like, you will fight me. I was like, Abby, this, I'm like, Ellie, this isn't you. You're not this person. Don't do it. No. And you saw that. You see that all throughout the game where she just, this revenge lashes out on her and it's unbecoming. <laughs> It's time for every time, you know, it's uh, she has that like that almost that shock factor to her, like, like she realizes, you know, that's not me. Um, like afterwards, mm -hmm. I think I'm, good. I'm not even sure if she realized that that's not me, or rather, that's not what Joel would have wanted out of this. Yeah, story. yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. I think that's it's that last flashback where like Joel forget or she forgets Joel, and they make peace with each other, and it's like. Because, uh, like, I, that's what, like, the whole game's like, I got to kill these people for Joel. Like, Joel wouldn't, he wouldn't want it. He'd probably do it for Abby, but he wouldn't want it. Yeah. I'm sorry, he'd probably do it for Ellie, but he wouldn't want it. Yeah. Yeah, that one, oh, man, that was so, and I just felt everything about that scene was, like, every theme that I felt in the game just kind of, like, all coming together, and... I don't know, like it was it was painful and it was haunting, but it, it was incredible. Like when she's when she finally gets Abby underwater and she, you know, she's drowning or whatever, like to get the shots of her face. Ashley Johnson did the motion capture this game, they did a great job. I just want to say like I'm I don't know if proud is the right word to use because I think they're all like twice my age, but if that's okay, I'm very proud of like all the work that they all did, the mocap for Abby and Ellie specifically, but just the face that she's making as she's drowning, you got the tear rolling down. I'm just like, if she goes through with this, she's going to drown herself next because she does not want to do this. And then she lets her go. And I think I paused the game and had like five seconds of relief of just sitting there and be like, oh, thank God, I don't have to, I don't have to live this way. And then I finished the game. And great. They were all very expressive. Like even with the, the fear of heights on Abby, I would constantly zoom around and see her face and just look at the fear in her eyes. Uh -huh. They did that. Oh, well. Yeah.
Yeah, apparently, just like on the heights thing, like when you're doing some of the heights with Abby, especially like on the skyscraper, like if you make her look down, like the camera yes. like will start to shrink and you'll really start to feel that sense of how a person's afraid of heights is. And I did that once and it freaked me out and I didn't do it again. I don't think I looked down even if I was on solid ground just to be safe because I was like, I didn't like that. That had me. Different. I never fall. I didn't, that at all. Do what? I didn't even know you could actually fall. Yeah, that's yeah, like it. I did it a lot. Stabilize or whatever. But yeah, I think, you kind of have to balance. I think some of the early ones are so easy, you can just sprint across it and it's fine. So I tried doing it. I was like, oh, this is just story beats. I can sprint across while I'm falling. Oh, good. So like, then you have to like really like, you kind of have to balance it out. Especially on the sky bridge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what I think was the hardest. When the building's on fire, I didn't have to worry about it as much. Um, Beyond the sky bridge, I, I well, like anyway, I fell like twice, I think. Yikes! Sorry, I feel like you. Couldn't be me, man. <laughs> okay, so I think the last thing we have to discuss: Sean, Abby, or Ellie. Which team are you? Oh, oh, uh. <laughs> I was like, I was like, was there a character named Sean in the game? <laughs> Hold on. Oh, man, you know, can, taking it all into consideration, taking taking bias from the first game into consideration, like, I got, I really got to say, um, oh, man. This is going to be your head. Be careful. I'm nervous. <laughs> We'll come back to you. Come, come back to me. Come back, man. Emily. Oh, Emily, Emily, Team Abby or Team Ellie? Team Ellie. I'm in love with Ellie. God, if she were a real person, that would be dope. <laughs> she would be a game. So, um, but to be just everything, like growing up with her, seeing her like do all of her stuff, all the flashbacks. I resonate so much more with her than I did Abby, and the fact that I didn't like Abby at first seems like an easy decision for me. Fair point, fair point. Me? I, I'm team Ellie for the same reason. Like I said, I really, 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 really love Abby. I could be an Abby fan more than I am a Joel fan. If I had to rank the characters, I'd probably rank them Ab I'm sorry, Ellie, Abby, and then Joel. Um, and not because I just like jokes. I really, really love Abby as a character, but I'm, just the time you spent with Ellie in the first game, and you know so much more about her, so much more attached to Ellie. I think that gives her a bit of an edge over how much I really love Abby. And again, I cried at the thought of having to kill Abby. I'm like, oh man, no, <laughs> leave her alone, please. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, I gotta say, like overall, it's I'm team I'm team Ellie, but man, I like them both equally for for different reasons. I know what you mean. It's it's so hard for me to pick. I gotta I gotta say overall, if I'm the claim one, I gotta claim Ellie. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, it's if you were to add, if you were to put a gun in my hand and tell me to shoot one of them, I'm gonna just shoot myself. <laughs> I can't. You know, that's, I can't. I can't just like I, I like them both equally for different reasons. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Team Ellie because 
Ellie Bina made me feel so much more than Abby Owen. Yeah. So much more. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's like close. Yeah. yeah. I hate Dina. Oh, oh man, don't tell her a nickname that I call her then. I told <laughs> no, I hate her because I want to be Dina. Oh, okay, well, I think that works in a way then. Ooh. My nickname kind of works. Yeah, yeah, cause it, it, it was no, said, said, she said, uh, yeah, I want to be D and I'm like, oh, you know what? That's funny. Tell <laughs> 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 uh, nicer Dina. I said, all right. Yeah, I texted him on and I was like, Emily will be referred to as even nicer Dina if that's okay. <laughs> the one sent me that night, just get Dina. <laughs> uh, team Ellie all the way. Really hope for, I hope for another sequel. I hope they, for some reason, for some reason, are on the same side. I don't know if it's to take down that organization. I don't know if it's to find. They wouldn't find the fireflies. I don't know what I want out of the sequel, but I need Ellie, Abby, and Lev. That would be quite the trio. Part of me wonders if the kid is going to be involved. The baby. Oh, yeah. That just. I wonder if Abby. Not Abby. I wonder. I wonder if Ellie is going back to Jackson. That's what I think happens. I mean, if they don't... Where would she go? Well, she just that's, that's the thing. She's on her own now. Because my thing is... She like, loves Dina. She loves Dina, but, but at the same time, you know, like, they had the falling out. Um, Dina went home. Like, it's it's pretty. I think it's pretty safe to say Dina went back to Jackson. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Jesse's parents are there. At the you know, it's a safe community to raise the baby. Um, it's pretty safe to say she went back to Jackson. Like they had the falling out. She. I don't think she'll be able to face Tommy after uh, letting yeah. Abby go. No. Um, I, would just, I would simply lie. I'm like, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the whole basis of this game was a lie. So I think they can work two lies, and then Tommy finds out that Abby's alive somehow. Now it's, what if Tommy's going after Abby to kill him? And Ellie's like, oh no, I have to go and stop Tommy from killing Abby. Doesn't hold up plot-wise, but I would do it. I'd be invested. Like, I have to stop Tommy. <laughs> My question, we saw, did we see Isaac definitively die? I hope so. There, there's nothing They, they said Isaac it on the radio. They said it over the radio. Um, Whenever they were talking about like what was happening on the island, they were like, "Isaac's dead. Everything's going to shit." Um, so yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm like 99% certain that Isaac's dead. Oh, I think Isaac coming after both of them was my only sequel idea. I was gonna say I think that might have been something I didn't care for more so about Abby. So like, you find all the notes about Isaac, and I expected to be this like big bad monster person. I thought I was gonna have to fight him or something. Then. You kind of find him, and he's a little mean, and he's like eating an apple weird. He just kind of throws it away. I was like, "That's not a proper apple waste man." And then he sing. Yeah, I was like, "That's evil." There, people start again. And he kind of just dies from Yar, who I spent the whole escort mission with Yar, being like, "You're oh, useless. Oh. You're not doing anything to help me." And then she's like, oh, I hate Woo! Like a Christmas tree, boy. I tell you what, Swiss cheese. Listen, man, that's how it goes. I mean, and it happened very much like all the other deaths of the game. 
And I think people say, like, they do that just for shock value. And that's not what I took out. And I think, like, even if it was, that's how dying happens sometimes, especially violent deaths. Like, it's not always you get to be in a circle of your friends and see the light flicker out of their eyes and get a one liner. Like, yeah, like, sometimes, like, violent death is just, it just kind of happens. Sometimes you just get beat the head at the golf club. Sometimes you get shot in either of your eyes, depending on what person you are. Sometimes they turn you into cheese in the middle of the rainforest, you know. And I guess my last thing to say about the game, the scene where Abby with Lev riding the horse through the village on fire and everyone's running around you, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. That guy you fought at the end and we like cut his face up. John Henry. Woo! Woo! That That was simply John Henry. I feel very cathartic about the movie we had to watch fighting him. I just told myself it was John Henry, and that movie is wiped from my memory. And I feel I feel a lot better about everything in my life now. Same, same. No memory of that movie. It's all the last of us up here now. <laughs> Nothing, not room for anything else. Um, I feel, I don't know, I feel I really enjoy this. I thought I was going to have to come in and talk so much about the stuff that people didn't like and tell them, oh, it's wrong, I feel this way, but I think I enjoyed it a lot more just having a wholesome conversation about the things that were right in this game and justifying them. I was watching reviews. You can have Sean, like, of people making awful, awful, very shallow takes. I'm like, I'm going to rip these takes to pieces. And then we started talking, and I was like, I'm talking to people that love this game. I'm just going to gush over all the great things in this game and let people hate this game for very shallow reasons on their own. Um, And I guess just hate that they wasted 60 bucks, I guess. Yeah. Beautiful game. Would play again. Am playing again. Am gonna play again. I just finished it before this podcast. I'm gonna start a new one up. <laughs> I I'm gonna have some fun just playing through the encounters again, just because the gameplay is so great. And I'm gonna start a new game plus at some point. But I just feel so much safer just doing the encounters. I don't have to feel the weight of the story. I don't have to be sad. I kind of just get to run and gun and absolutely mix people up. And I can cut it off and I don't have to be sad about anything. I'm just, I feel, yeah, I somehow feel safer emotionally just killing people than having to be sad about stuff that I know what's going to happen. I need the quarters. I need the quarters. I thought I got them all, but apparently not. I got like 20. I was was like waiting every time I picked one up. I was like, is it Mississippi? (laughs) Is it Mississippi? (laughs) I need it. Yeah. Um, guess, I guess we kind of talked about it, and we'll just wrap it up on this. I guess we can just say what we felt the themes were. We're going to have to get into it, just what it made you feel, and then we'll be done. Emily, what themes did you feel in the last was part two, and what did it make you feel? Um, you know, I love the representation, and I loved the the overall them getting back to that point where we're just we're continuing this cycle Mm -hmm. and they both kind of sit back and reflect on it and there's so much that you can't change and that's such a different style of world to live in and I can't imagine it but it it did such a wonderful job and just relaying their emotions and letting them feel these things and work it out what? Everyone is expendable. Ah! Wow. Oh. 
very direct and dark. Everyone can die. But not false. Sean? Yeah, I think, I think like, one of the obviously easy pickings, you know, the circle of violence. Mm -hmm. um, but I think, like, one thing that, like, really stuck out to me is that, you know, every decision you make, there are consequences, good or mm -hmm. bad. Um, that's something that, like, really stuck with me along the way. I think I disagree with all of you. Violence, the, the consequences that you'll feel. It felt like a revenge story very early on, and then I got to the last part, and I was like, I think this might be a story closer to being a story about forgiveness than, than anything else. I mean, just a lot of this stuff could have just been, if you just kind of forgave somebody for something, I think things just go different, even if only emotionally, you know, I think her, I guess not really maybe forgiving Abby, but just like you said, realizing Joel wouldn't want this type of thing. Um, Earlier but, on, it might, it might kind of change, mm -hmm. you know, if she, if she had realized before she left, you know, this isn't what Joel would have wanted mm -hmm. for me, she may have not left Dina, and they mm -hmm. may have just lived happily ever after, you know, raised yeah. a baby. That's like you so know. the consequences of her doing that, regardless of what happened to her on it. I yeah. mean, she lost her finger, so now she can't play guitar. Her one connection with Joel, that hurt. Oh, Trying to play guitar, and she couldn't make the, the, the notes. I was like, this, I don't, I have my own guitar, and I'll never, I mean, I can't play it anyways, which is perfect, because I don't have to live with that kind of pain. <laughs> Was everything in this game was just impacted by the butterfly butterfly effect um, years later now. So, you know, don't throw that trash out the window. Be nice to that guy at the gas station. Be polite to the server serving your food because somebody may die later on because of it. Ah, I think that's a great place. It is a great place to uh, so I guess that wraps it up, our conversation about The Last of Us Part 2. Truly a masterpiece, one of my top five favorite games this generation for sure, possibly of all time. Um, yeah, that's it. I can't find it.
early, maybe later you could show me things You know what it is whenever I visit Windy City, she blowing me kisses, no 30 degrees, way too cold, so hold me tight Will I see you at the show tonight? Will I see you at the show tonight? Show tonight. 